rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. And then the music started playing, and I have no idea if we're live. We're probably live now. Are we live now? Someone's going to have to tell me. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. <laughs> no. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. <laughs> what up? What up? Yeah. Word up. <laughs> we're so ready for this. No, we were ready. We were just ranting about things that we we're about to rant on. On I had to get the practice rant out first. All of the people that we were ranting about, um, uh, the mics were off. Oh, good. So the interesting thing about I don't rant that, about people. In I sometimes. I like the fact that we can have an open and honest dialogue with you, Aurorans, like Aisha Saxon. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You are tuned in and watching Jeanette Splaining, another episode on Good Morning Aurora. It's Friday. Wait, when you say watching, like watching? Like people are looking at me right now? Not yet. No, okay, not, all right, good. Yeah. Oh, no. It's not happening. I didn't do yet. the hair, y'all, my hair appointments tomorrow. It's going, Just ignore this. It's going all to this. happen, but it's not happening yet. How are all of you wonderful people? today i hope that you are you guys are doing good how was the week how's it how was how it for you long it was a right. long week had a lot of late meetings had a lot of got some time in at the gym got some things that like yeah just long how yeah. was the week for you guys you can let us know in the chat if you had a bad week well don't let us know that uh but if you had a good week definitely let us know we want to hear nice things but we have health we have what else we got to talk about Wow, we got, we got a lot of stuff. We got yeah. new hires. We got booze. Friday. Booze. Yeah, we do. We got alcohol We got booze. News. We got oh, snap. Yeah. I know y'all like what? Yay! Oh my god. I okay. so do. So um before we get into things, we want to say good morning to Anna Sierra and Oh, she put two comments. I was going to say your name twice, Anna, but I just said one time. That's Good morning, fine, Anna. Yeah. Um, but let's. Here's the thing. Let's start off with what we wanted to talk about first. So, what did we there's health to? news, but L.A. County is requiring masks indoors amid an alarming rise coronavirus cases. Yeah. Tell us more about that. Sure. Uh, and you're thinking, wait, but we don't live in L.A. County. That's super far away. That's correct. Uh, but what you're seeing is something that is going, uh, becoming more and more relevant throughout the whole country, which is the rise of the Delta variant. Um, and uh, the, the Delta variant of COVID-19, as um, a lot of experts are really calling it, well, it's really more like COVID-2021 at this point because it's kind of like morphing a little or COVID-21, I guess they would call it. Um, morphing. Yes, it's like, you know, viruses, they evolve and whatnot. Um, and so the new Delta variant uh, is really starting to pick up steam and um, to the point where in L.A. County, which just reopened like a month ago, man, California has been has had a particularly hard lockdown relative to other parts of the country. Um, they are they went back to requiring that people wear face masks indoors, regardless of vaccination status. Damn. Yeah. So um, here in Illinois, to bring it home, it, the Delta variant is 
still only about 15% of cases uh, in Illinois, um, but it's that proportion is expected to grow because this is a particularly virulent um, version of this virus. It passes a lot faster, and there have been breakthrough cases for the vaccinated um, people. So now, if you are vaccinated, you are still generally considered protected against this new variant of the coronavirus. Um, if you get sick, you are certainly much, much less likely to get um, seriously ill or require hospitalization. Right. Uh, however, it can happen. Um, just as with any vaccine anywhere, you can, you know, sometimes get a breakthrough um breakthrough illness or breakthrough symptoms, right? Um, so, but the most important way to protect uh, yourself and everybody around you um, is, of course, to get a vaccine. And if you are particularly vulnerable, you may still want to consider be uh, wearing masks out in public. Again. Well, the, link, the link to the article is in the chat for you guys. And again, mm -hmm. this is uh, from the LA Times and it's talking about uh, California, but not to put too fine a point on it, uh, they are calling it, so LA County's rise in community transmission has accelerated dramatically since California fully reopened on the 15th of June for the week-long period that ended that day. LA County averaged 173 new coronavirus cases a day. For the seven-day period that ended Wednesday, the county's average was 1,077 new cases a day. On Thursday, the county reported 1,537 additional cases. Yikes. Yeah, so, and what you're seeing really is um, the the virus is like taking a hold in groups of unvaccinated people and right. then kind of spreading out from there. So in places with really low vaccination rates, they're starting to get hit um, pretty hard by this. And um the uh, the Beacon had an article this week, too, uh, kind of checking in with some of the local hospitals and saying, hey, how are we doing on this thing? And um, the local hospital groups are, uh, they are certainly concerned. Um, yeah, while yeah. federal and state data shows COVID-19 infections are again climbing on some parts of Illinois, rural hospitals are not seeing an increase in coronavirus patients yet, however... Aurora's Rush Copley Medical Center and Amita Health Mercy Medical Center both saw record low numbers of COVID-19 patients and very few deaths in connection with the virus over the last month. Mercy treating one or two patients with COVID-19 Friday, but staff remains worried about the Delta experience. Excuse me, variant. Whoa. Whoa, it's Friday. Drink some coffee. The Delta experience. Coffee. There we go. Ooh. We're rocking the uh, the reusable mug today. Oh, you know what? Yeah, we I like it. Yeah, yeah. Little, 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 little reusable. This is the uh, the cup that you saw the tall black metal things to put the coffee in to keep it hotter longer. And plus, look, I love TW. TW so well. But I don't know. I'm if a, I need to write my congressman or not to get the top of the coffee lid. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it, man. To be secure on the cup. Look, we have. And stop wearing coffee on my hands. Yeah, because. The shit drips down. Because, look, like, we got this battle, right? We got so many good coffee shops. Uh, uh, and, you know, on this podcast, 
Uh, this this podcast happens early in the morning, which means it's Treadwell territory, right? Because because right. fifty seven does not open. They open like noon. They right? open at eight. Shush. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people are going. Society fifty seven eight a.m. is ending at eight a.m. Eight a.m. to two p.m. every day uh, at the corner of uh, River and Benton. You should stop by. They also have very fine black uh, reusable mugs. I don't have mine, but now that now they that, are they are they now that you guys. got the mug game going. I'm going to have to bring my cool black downtown Aurora coffee shop mug and they'll just do battle. Um, oh, snap. Yeah. It'll be, like, it'll be like Ray Harryhausen movies. Remember those? No. I have no idea what you're talking about. As per usual. Okay. okay. I was actually oh, thinking, okay. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. Um, all right. So did I put the link in the chat? But yes. Guys oh, yeah. But what we were saying, yeah. Treadwell, your lids. Stick. You need a better. It needs to not... Yes. I like dude, it's gotta be yeah. secure, please. Chad. Yeah. I love you, baby. Isabel, yeah. you know what's up. Because I'm just saying my fifty seven lids, they never come off. Yes, mm-hmm. people with the drink side fifty seven cup, they don't have that problem. Yes, mm. it's four hours later than you want it to be served. Oh shush. But it is the most secure <laughs> lid. I mean your that lid is like your bank account. Nobody's getting in the time nope. of eight oh nine AM. <laughs> okay. Happy Friday. It's probably all the same lid. All of, <laughs> happy it's Friday. Cup all of you guys. Greg Ellsbury is here. Good morning, Greg. How are you? Shout out. Couch Guy approved. Yeah, that's Florida. right, Couch Guy. And Greg Ellsbury says, good morning, Aurora and Jeanette for president. Word up. President. Word up. We've, uh, we've, hey. <laughs> that's an upgrade from last time. I think last time it was for mayor. Was it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was. It was. Yeah. It was for mayor. Yep. <laughs> Okay, um, so both chats about the health-related part of today's show are in the um, the links, rather, are in the chat for you guys to check out. The time is 8.09. What would be better having a new deputy mayor? Is it two hires at once? We have two hires at once. Is that what's happening? Yeah. I mean, the city of Aurora is like Aldi right now, man. We just got positions available. We are hiring. Yeah, or like every place ever, right? Because like 95% of people in a poll recently said like, yeah, I'm seriously thinking about quitting. Uh, <laughs> yes, and there's also a, a news story that we gave you guys yesterday about uh, the Fox Valley Mall's recent hiring event. It was dismal. Yeah, yeah. no one showed up. No one was like, people were like, nah. They were like, we need people to come here I know. at a job fair where nobody came to. I mean, oh, God. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about. Um, so we've got a new uh, deputy mayor, and we've also got a new chief of police, and that man's name is. Reggie Hammond. You guys get that? No. What movie is that from? No. Oh, my God. I don't understand Does the thing. Oh, I know somebody in the comments. One of you guys have, has to know where that's from. Greg, no. you, you got that one, right? I got Hopefully, nothing. Good morning to you. I got nothing. God. 48 hours? I feel like we've established that I don't get just about any <laughs> cultural reference ever. Yeah, for the most cultured show in, in all of Kane County, <laughs> our cultural references. All of Kane County. 
Oh, <laughs> Just man. say all of Kane County. The time is 11. But, From um, here to Pingree Grove, <laughs> there's nothing, nobody, no podcast more cultured than Seriously. Good Morning Aurora. Um, but we have, uh, we got a new deputy police, or excuse me, new uh, chief of police. He has to be which, confirmed, though. Which, uh, yes. Um, but I just want, for the record, you know, the GMA crew, we've got ourselves a little chat. And I do believe I called this. Did I not call this? I feel like I called this. I'm just going to go ahead and say was pretty sure that uh, Keith Cross was, was, was the guy. But who, but seriously, who didn't think that Keith Cross well, was going to be? Right. I mean, come on. And that's what I'm saying. Right. Could like, you, we, let's, this let's was re- totally predictable. Hold on, let's go back. Imagine if Keith Cross wasn't promoted from deputy chief. What if they would have brought in a lateral? What if they brought brought in some guy from Wyoming and made him chief of police? Could you imagine? Well, I would think that Wyoming would be a really different uh, uh, background and experience, mostly because I feel like out in Wyoming, probably mostly what you're doing, like mostly what you're policing is like cattle and maybe some bison, right? Like there's not, I don't really know what there is in Wyoming. But uh, I do have to say that I feel like overall, and this is not specific to the cop job because lateral transfers and like throughout the, at all levels of the police department, right? For your patrol guys and stuff like that. And, and versus um, like bringing people up through the ranks uh, internally. That's, that's like one, that's almost a separate, it's like a separate but related discussion. Like overall, I feel like the city maybe, a trend that I have seen over many, many, many years uh, is that we don't do very wide searches for some of our top positions. Like our director level people um, always either tend to come from, you know, someone who's already known in the community or, uh, you know, is someone who just like kind of rises through the ranks over the years. And there's something to be said for sure about people who, you know, know the community really well and are invested in the community and who have been here a really long time. But we don't do an awful lot when it, in terms of like really wide searches for uh, your top positions, right? So in many communities, what you would see like you're talking about major jobs like your economic development director or your like uh you know chiefs of staff or or administrators or or whatever like those really high level positions finance directors so on and so forth you would see um you know a uh, a, here is a miscellaneous camera doing extra recording. Yes, thro- throwing me off on my, on my vibe. Uh, no, the <laughs> what you would see is like a nationwide call or at least a regional call, like posting jobs out everywhere through major, um, uh, through all of the major professional groups and things like that. You would see um, uh, maybe even hiring an outside firm to like a headhunting firm to go do a search and find some of the most qualified candidates around and interview that, like bring them in and interview them and see what there is out there in the market. Well, what was supposed to happen in this situation? I, like that is typically what you do, right? Like that is what, and, and here's the thing. I'm not saying that ultimately you don't end up with your internal hire, but you still do the search. So you do the dog and pony show. It's, you, you do the dog and pony show just because even though you know 
at the end of the day, we're going to pick Keith Cross. But let's bring no, it. No, 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 no. I am not arguing in any way for anything that would be as inefficient as just like, let's just interview people so that we look like we're interviewing people. No, I think there's actually a lot of value in bringing in other people who are considering working for a community and saying, like, what would you do in this position? Right. Uh, and and going into a process like that where the de- outcome is not determined, where you're actually like weighing because there's benefit to bringing in new blood to any organization. And again, I'm not talking specifically about the police chief or even the deputy mayor position, because I think the deputy mayor position is like the position that's just like, now nah, we go with the guy who's been in the community for a really long time, knows everybody and just gets along with everyone. But uh, just in general, I think if you look across the director level positions at the city of Aurora, you don't see an awful lot of like new blood and searches going out. Josue says, but don't you want somebody that knows the community? Well said, sir. Josie Mendoza Geller is here. Good morning. Are you? Yeah, you absolutely so, yeah. do want someone who knows the community. I think that right. that's that's true. And I think any good, strong organization has a strong mix of both, right? You have your people who know the community really well, and you have your people who have come from other communities and said, here's how I did, here's, we had a similar problem in this other community where I worked. Here's what we did there. We had this similar community in another problem community where I worked and boy we handled it really badly don't do that do this instead right um you you just gain a lot from having a lot of people who come from different uh different experiences different backgrounds it's it's just it's a different way of approaching diversity right you want in any organization you want diversity in terms of uh, all those things that you think of typically like race and economic background and gender and all of these things. But I think you also just want a diversity of geography, too, and people who come in with fresh ideas. Aurora Police Department Deputy Chief Keith Cross been selected by Mayor Urban to serve as Aurora's next top cop. The announcement came just Wednesday uh, after Police Chief, current Chief uh, Kristen Zeman last month announced she was retiring from the department after 30 years of service. Her last day on the job will be August 6th. Cross, who grew up on the east side of Aurora, become the second, excuse me, the city's second black police chief. If his appointment is approved by the city council, he has been a member of the APD since 94, started his career as a patrol officer, rose in the ranks to lieutenant, commander, and has served as deputy chief for the last 15 months. He also served as a community policing officer, a school resource officer, a DARE instructor, <laughs> special operations group supervisor, and a crisis hostage Negotiate. Shout out to all those dare instructors from uh, back in the day. <laughs> um, so this, the uh, the link to this. Oh, that's here it is. There's one more thing I want to read. Let's do it. Very important to all of you people. I want all of you to listen very closely to what I'm about to read. Also on Wednesday, Aurora Police Department Support Services Commander Matt Thomas was appointed as the next Deputy Chief. Thomas recently helped lead a project to purchase new body cameras, squad car cameras, and tasers for the department has 24 years of experience on the force. Thomas said he hopes to focus on officer wellness, find new ways to modernize equipment and operations, focus on relationships with the community. He would help the department implement its critical incident intel center, which will open next month, and look at new ways to leverage technology. Time is 819. Uh, I'm going to put the link to this chat in there for you guys because we got news about police equipment as well. We do. So much happening at the police department. Dude, right there's now. a lot. We told you guys they're hiring too. So go ahead and get, they yourselves, are. get yourselves that job, y'all. Get that job. 
Yep. Community service officers and police officers, I think, too. So if you are a youngin and considering, like, how do I feel about policing? Is it something that I could see myself doing? Uh, community service officer gigs. Yep. Good way to explore that. And the cadets are hiring as well. Yes, the cadets. That's what I was referring to. Yeah. Right. They're called different things in different communities. Yep. All right, cool. Um, so we talked about hospital rates. Talked about LA. We told you about the new deputy chief of police. Uh, I guess before we get into our next conversation about online liquor sales, yes, I should tell you ah. a tad bit, a small piece, a little bit of the news. L news. L news. Not There is the DuPage County Expungement Clinic. Clear your record. Happening Saturday, October 2nd from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. What is an expungement clinic? Glad you asked. Volunteer <laughs> attorneys will help prepare and file requests to have your record cleared for free. Who qualifies? Also glad you asked. Many things on your record may be eligible for removal or sealing. Our team will help you walk. Our, their team will help you walk through the process of clearing your record. Where? Uh-huh. DuPage County Administration Building, 421 North County Farm Road, Wheaton, Illinois, 60187. Pre-registration is strongly recommended. Some participants may be able to participate via Zoom. Register early before spots run out and walk-ins will be accepted based on availability. This is brought to us by Circuit Court Clerk Candace Adams. Holy cow. Try saying that five times fast. That's a lot. That's a lot of oh, names. Oh, man. <laughs> Holy cow. I didn't mess it up. Did good. Oh. Uh, sponsored by Perry State Legal Services, uh, DuPage Legal Aid, Illinois Access to Justice, and the DCBA, the DuPage County Bar Association. Shouts out to all these wonderful groups for yeah. getting together to help people out who otherwise may not have received that help. Super great program. Um, the the thing about expungement is at that, you know, if you can get something, it's, expungement isn't just like a note on your record. It's like taking things off of your record. Like that stuff gets sealed. What expungement does for you is when you go to apply for a job, like in most cases, you no longer need to check that box, right? right. So that is worth your time. Right. If yeah. they seal it, Nobody and nobody can federal law enforcement. Yeah. Can see it. yeah, yeah, yeah. If they expunge it, it never happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you want you want that? You want the expungement? Yeah, you want to get on that? You know the thing about the law. Here's the thing about the law that's always, yes, perturbed me. Is that maybe somebody could let me know in the comments? Does it feel like there's two separate justice systems? No. What? No. <laughs> the time is 8.22. Okay, let's move on. Um, <laughs> so I heard that there was a new, a new category for 
uh, for business. Are they selling alcohol online? Uh, well, they they will be. Are people buying for having them delivered? To I their hope. So. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, so you can never. Well, see, that's tricky because if you're you doing at claw in your well, mailbox. no, because like if you're <laughs> doing Edward Forty Hands, like how are you Edward gonna 40. how are you gonna operate your phone, right? You ain't right. got no thumbs free to um, you know order. Well, the forty needs all the of forty, your, yeah. right? It's when you. This was in college when you. Uh, Frat bros would like duct tape the 40s to their hands because that was a smart thing to do, and they call right, it Edward yeah. 40 hands. Anyway, uh, <laughs> oh, college. Uh, really glad I spent money on that. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so the, the city of Aurora is considering a measure to allow online liquor sales in the city from a business that delivers only to individual homes. So, uh, you know, it's Friday night. You, uh, a little, you're maybe a little tipsy already. You got some people coming over, though. You're running low. Like, you, you pick up your app or whatever, make a phone call. Probably it's going to be one of the app-based services. Would yeah, I would be imagine. I guess. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Um, and they... Can you imagine the phone lines if there's no app? Imagine oh, God. Oh, my God. Poor, poor... Going up, I stay on gates. Let me get 440s. Give me a tall can. Right, sir, hold on. We're now, now, else. now, add a slur, right? Because <laughs> you're probably already toasty if right, you're ordering. Exactly. If you are, you know, I've much... been on this line for 45 minutes, man. What my 40s getting here? Like, sir. much okay. like. <laughs> Much like when you are, you know, drunk ordering your Taco Bell via DoorDash, like if you're willing to pay all those upcharges, you're probably already a little inebriated to begin right. with. So, um, no, I think this is this is great. Uh, so, but what they'll do is you'll you'll order, and then someone will bring the the your your the white claws to the house, whatever yeah. your, your drink of choice is for the evening. Uh, and they'll check your ID there. You're going to have to sign off on it. We right. talked a little bit about this earlier in the week on the podcast. Um, and I personally am here for it. Now, some might argue that this wouldn't this lead to like a considerable amount of binge drinking among alcoholics? Who... Not any more than COVID did when the whole world was yeah, open. Right? Yeah, right. Right. Slash, uh, also, won't it lead to a whole lot fewer people potentially like staggering their way to the liquor store for a late night run when they probably shouldn't be out there? Like, let it. People, people are going to do what they're going to do. Uh, right. Let's give them avenues for. Doing it without potentially putting think, anybody else in danger. Yeah, this will help because one of the things about people and hanging out and having some drinks, it's like the party. Yeah, we're having a barbecue. Yeah, we're having a party. We're playing spades. We're kicking it. But we're out of beer. So that's – and everybody's already been having I want, a couple of beers. I want to come over and play spades with you at, you know? at, your, yeah. next, at your next um, barbecue. I know spades. I so everybody that. wants to go <laughs> – you know, so everybody wants to go take that ride around the corner. It's so it sounds so innocent. I'm just we're just gonna go around the corner. Yeah. At the liquor store. Well, yeah. Guess what? If you already have four beers. Yeah. You might be able to make it, but if the police stop you. It's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. Towed, yeah. Yeah. So, Ten grand worth of legal yeah. fees and so lawyers we've already had a 40, and yeah. Just order online with the. Just just order your second forty. Order eighty. Great. <laughs> <Right. laughs> you know. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get 120. All right, that's 340. <laughs> <laughs> the time is 8.27 a.m. Um, okay, here's the thing. Uh, as Jeanette mentioned, 
The Aurora City Council is set to vote on a measure to allow online liquor sales in the city from a business that delivers to individual homes. The measure, an amendment to the city's liquor control ordinance, would create a license category. Did you understand what I said? The measure, an amendment to the city's liquor control ordinance, would create a license category to include the city's first e-commerce delivery store. It has standards for liquor licensing and identifying the rules for the process of e-commerce delivery of alcohol. Alderman Bug said the delivery store idea is the result of the coronavirus pandemic causing people to, quote, want everything to be delivered. <laughs> yes, I never want to set foot into a store ever again. This is true. I mean, if I could stop going into Foremost, <laughs> it's super Foremost shady. Just comes I don't to... know if anybody, you know, I, geez, the shade, the sketch. Uh, First of all, let me tell you something. Well, if, but you know, there's... you don't see that at Benny's. You don't. That's not how it is in Wheaton. You know, you go into the you go into the store in Wheaton. They got classical music playing. <laughs> Right? They got there like is. all they got the sommelier on staff on yeah. Saturdays helping you pick out you something know? to pair well with your whatever yeah, yeah with your salmon. Like. Buddy's outside barbecuing. <laughs> you know again with the barbecuing. Right. Um, yeah. So, but you know they'll redevelop. It'll look really nice at the foremost. Right. We're talking about the foremost that's located on. 31. Uh, Lake and Galena. There you go. That's right. Yeah, Lake yeah, and Galena yeah, yeah. across from Tortoise, which, which is uh, applied $80,000 worth to redevelop. of upgrades coming to that place. Yes. I, yeah, it better look like Benny's. That's right. Place. That's right. I want, you know, with the little cigar uh, spot in there. What, yeah. is, what do they call it when uh, when they control the humidity for the cigars? That's like, there's a name for a humidor. A humidor. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the eye roll. <laughs> I saw All that. Right. So, <laughs> now, we also told you guys... Um, so when we told you about this story, I think Tuesday, Monday, someone asked, Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday, yeah, someone asked, how would they regulate it? Mm. It was you, Hostway. Mm. Um, according to the amendment, the, a person making the delivery must be 21 years older. Older Deliveries would be allowed 6 a.m. to 1 a.m., Monday through Thursday, 6 a.m. to 2 a.m., Friday and Saturday, and 9 a.m. to 1 a.m. on Sunday, the e-commerce delivery store must obtain and maintain a record of the driver's license or state ID number from each person placing an order for liquor. When making a delivery, the delivery person must get a signature from someone 21 years or older, the same person who placed the order. Now, here's my question, uh, which goes back to the eternal um, the why do townships exist question. Uh, is how are they going to, like, are they, so they can only deliver in the city, presumably, Right, because like the city says, it's like the sale happens at the at the house, right? So, because they can't go and deliver to like Batavia, right? From right. you know from here, so can they deliver into the the township, like? Because that's not in the city, but it's that's got a, a city of Aurora. Like it'll look on your driver's license, like you li or on your ad delivery address, like you live in Aurora. So, like, is this company, poor company, going to have to like keep track of every like every address and which one they're allowed to like uh, deliver to and which one they're not? This, it's, this See, is getting I have complex. A feeling though, I have a feeling that. Like if you live in township, you'll be good. They'll deliver to you. Mm -hmm. I, I I don't see any I don't see any restrictions whatsoever once 
to make them to make money off them. Yeah, there's no way. But like, that's the thing is like, technically, there wouldn't be a license that would be legal there in the township. So because this township areas are not like if you're unincorporated in the city, then you can't then you don't have city law. So it's it just it gets I mean, I, yeah, I think like that'll happen for sure. Because they'll be like, I don't know. There's they said Aurora. So we thought it was fine. Um, right. Right. right? right. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> Fascinating. Maybe we could just incorporate them all. Just a all right. Okay. The time is uh, 8.31 a.m. You are listening to and watching Jeanette's Planning on the Second Largest City's First Daily News podcast. The Hold link on. to this article about ordering your 40-ounce. Or your fine or your or, or your fine uh, Cabernet or something. A yeah. nice Spanish Rioja, maybe. Because it could be good. It, it could, could be good yeah. for a date night. Yeah. Maybe, you know, you, you're cooking your... Your linguine, you're putting the basil on top, but you don't got time to run out, you know. Yeah. You got your girl walking around the crib with the, you know, with the shoes off and all that. It's getting comfortable. Yeah. It's popping. Who wants to leave? Right. Nobody. App, man. B boom. Yeah. Delivery. Delivery. That's right. Home? That's right. <laughs> I mean, gentlemen, you should be planning in advance anyway. Right. You know. Seriously. But. <laughs> Tracy said. Bad Dog 2020, Ben right. says Malort. Yes. Yo, they, I need the great Mad Dog yeah, like, delivered ASAP. Like 85% <laughs> of all Malort sales happen in Cook County, and the other 15% happen at Jeanette's house. That's how right. that happens, basically. All right. Good morning. Uh, ben says, to the question that we had about, uh, or right at the question to the breaking news part about the expungement clinic in DuPage uh -huh. County. Ben says, make everyone use a public attorney. You see that change in a hurry. Tracy Duran says, yeah. good morning and happy Friday. And I saw what Josue said about the alcohol being delivered. Uh -huh. He says, everyone will become a hermit and no one will want to come out. Um, You know, I don't think that's true. I think that... I think there's a I, slight possibility. I respectfully disagree, Josue. Mm -hmm. I think that there are some people who have become major hermits during COVID and who never want to see uh, anybody ever again. Um, but that is a, a small fraction of people who are already just of that predisposition and found a very convenient excuse to stay home. Um, Tracy said ripple. I Damn. Think, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, I want a six pack of night train. The address is one one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, a feeling it'll get, it'll get real. It, I you know people still like community. People are still gonna go out to bars and like meet people. People's, somebody's gonna mess this up in Aurora. I have a yeah. feeling somebody is gonna. This is one of the start. <laughs> Leave off it to this town to keep somehow, it classy. Somehow <laughs> this is going to be messed up. I can just see it now. I can see Mayor Irvin on a press conference. He'll be like. How do I know? We had a great process going on. Agitators destroyed it. <laughs> they didn't clean up the bottles. People are going to be littering and stuff. I think people already do that. It's just more concentrated sure. right now in the sure. immediate vicinity of the trashy liquor right. stores. Yep. Yeah. So, you know. All right. <laughs> so we told you guys about the uh, licensing uh, to create the e-commerce delivery store 
uh, keep a record on that. So that, yeah, that goes, it's on the consent agenda for Tuesday's city council meeting. So anything that goes on consent agenda, basically the way it, it's like we have consent agenda, the way that it works. If you've ever not attended a city council meeting, and I encourage you to, if you ever get the chance on a Tuesday evening, uh, is basically here's a whole long list of all the things that we basically agree on, don't need to talk about. We'll just throw it all on there. And then we all say yay or nay to like, 20 different new laws all at once. So that is uh, likely, very likely to pass. Norma Peterson is here, everybody. D-A-M-F, the great American morning show. Make sure McLovin doesn't get your alcohol. Tracy says, you know what's funny? is that liquor used to be delivered back in the 40s and 50s. Call up the local mom-and-pop liquor store back then. Um, give them a list of booze, and they bring it to your home. Just died out, I guess. Just like the grocery stores used to do, yeah, right? Like ice. Like, ice used to be delivered, too. Yeah, milk, right? Mm -hmm. you, can still get, you can still get milk from Oberweiss if you uh, drink that much milk. It's like an awful lot to get, like... Marina Suarez, darling, good morning to you as well. All right. I don't think anyone drinks that much milk anymore. The time is 8.36. Okay, listen. Now, I told you, we told you about Keith Cross. We did. Told you about Deputy Mayor. We did. Told you about health. We got a lot of things covered. Equally as important is the approval of more Police gear. Now you saw. Was that? Oh yeah, we've been talking about this. Did I saw. Is that right? Yeah, that's happening. So they approved it. So we just bought two million dollars worth of. Uh, we got cameras. We got dash cams. We got body cams. We got tasers. We got we got all the things. And we got all kind of cams. We got. APD gonna start OnlyFans in this month. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Is this public service or is this? I mean, do I tip a, do I tip a dollar? You do tip? I call nine one one? Yeah, this is a really good question. Oh my! Oh my! Uh, I'm here to arrest you. <laughs> start taking off clothes. The sexy cops. That's right. right. Bring oh, them in. Snap, sexy cops. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, like maybe maybe if we have the interview process, part of it is the dancing skills. I don't know for the. <laughs> well, we got a poll in here. Do we? We have that. Yeah, you need it more secured. To it the... is a family show. Look, it's I'm not an family. expert or anything, but I think you need it more secured to the ceiling. Mm -hmm. BTPs give me looks. We do. <laughs> we do all right. Um, but the also, you want it to seven. spin. They're more fun when they spin. They are. Yeah. They are. <laughs> We could make that happen. <laughs> Would you guys watch this show <laughs> if it did have dancers? Yeah. Or yeah, you know, the better question is we all you know tip on the only if we just we just put this show up on the OnlyFans, get some tips. Somebody gonna be like, I want more for my money. <laughs> take your hat off. Like, nah, bro, that's just <laughs> Okay. Um two million dollars. Right, that blazer is just Right. Off. Right, exactly. Yeah. I need more skin for my tip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, skin and news. Skin and news. Okay. Oh my um, $2 million. The equipment includes items for a digital storage room that we told you guys about for the new officer body cameras, tasers, dashboard cameras for squad cars, 
Uh, due to the choice of the Axon Enterprise Fleet 3 system of dashboard cameras that integrates with the new body cams, the city will save $282,810 off the $2.9 million body cam purchase. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about more body cams and uh, more tasers? The police, excuse me, statistics show that in 85% of situations, people comply with an officer's request once a taser is activated. Have you ever been tased before? Oh, goodness. Uh, no, but it does have not you? sound. No. no. Have you? No. No. I have been tased either. No. Anybody yeah. been tased in the comments? So, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, let us know. Let, let us know what, what <laughs> being tased feels like. Uh, uh, no, because yeah. I feel like, so I think that there's general, uh, I don't I say there's general consensus about the body cams because I think that a lot of people think that they're overkill or whatever and that there's a lot of it just uh, creates a pretty str- I I think that the the body camera discussion is a different discussion the taser discussion I think those really interesting because uh yes Statistics, a police official said statistics show that in 85% of situations, people comply with an officer's request once a taser is activated. And the way that the new ones work is if uh, an officer pulls the taser out of his like holster or whatever, right. it'll be, it'll start making noise and be like, hey, the taser's going. So right. that to kind of like scare whoever is, you know, fleeing or being, uh, you know, getting uh, riled up or, or do whatever they're doing, right? Furtive movements whatever uh what you know will stop right because they'll hear that and they'll freeze and they'll be like okay okay what, whatever you want right holy cow but ben. but but here's hold on we'll come back okay. to ben thank you ben yeah but but and here's here's the other thing though like when it comes to lethal force right so like the because the idea is that with a taser you know probably you're not going to die so we can use that and it's supposed to be it's supposed to replace like in most situations guns right Right. like which sounds great except that if i am a cop and i have a gun and if i shoot someone i'm going to end their life i'm probably not going to pull that gun very often as opposed to like uh, you know like it's really going to have to like you're like you're talking really dangerous situations right like there has to be a like a higher threshold for uh oh dang uh stuff's going down that i'm going to pull that 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 gun out and there potentially kill someone there should be with a taser though it's not lethal force so as a cop am i much more likely to pull that thing out on a regular basis because it's not going to kill anyone it's going to hurt him real bad and it's a lot easier to just like instead of like uh you know if a situation is getting heated maybe it it just it, does it allow people to become a little too trigger happy with the taser knowing that like oh well i could just get this like done and over with now i've been armed and responsible for security and i have to say there were situations where i wish i had a taser yeah i wish the only i wish i had something other than this beretta nine millimeter sure i wish i could get him right man how great would that be yeah yeah i think that there's really valid reasons for for arming police officers with tasers i guess i'm just like i think that the flip side of that is you know how do we how are we ensuring that uh it's not becoming it doesn't become more of a de facto like go-to sort of thing the taser yeah 
than it would. I, th- I think the taser. I, I now like I better. Think the taser should. It should be defect. Look, let me tell you something. Here's why I will never be president. <laughs> this, this is why ultimately, ultimately, they will never vote for me. I on the first day after I end qualified immunity, I am take the guns out of there. Not for every cop. No, no, not for every. Not for our problem, but. Definitely. You're out of your vehicle. You're walking the beat. I'm taking it back to 1903 with law enforcement. Taser. Are they maybe just a, in a billy club? You got yeah. no gun. Go ahead. Walk down Pulaski. <laughs> I want sweeps. Oh, yeah. Definitely. We're going to. That's how it's going to happen. I swear. And cops are not going to vote for that. They're going to say that he's putting us in. De- he's making us walk through the ghetto with just our authority and our badge and a taser. Yeah. Yeah, you should. You should be. I guess a Keith Cross. Mm. Your face should be synonymous in this neighborhood. When people see you, even the criminals, when they see you, whatever they're doing, they should stop. They should be deathly afraid of your authority, not the weapon. The time is now eight forty three a.m. Concur. Uh, I. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm just gonna let I'm gonna let that go. I think. No, I think that um, I too am very much in favor of arming our officers with many options that allow them to use the appropriate amount of force for a situation. Right. Absolutely. I think that Definitely. the uh, because you know if you're running into a mass shooting situation, <laughs> you know you're like you're probably gonna want something a little bit more than a taser, yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> but what I'm saying, yeah, you're spied, You said this in here. But I think, <laughs> but I think the big challenge, the water guns. What I yeah, right? <laughs> what I think is the big challenge, guns. and this is a big challenge for law enforcement, not just here and any situation across the country, wherever is is like ensuring. You know, we've had this discussion many times before about how cops these days are asked to do a whole lot of things that maybe are not in their wheelhouse, right? right? Where someone is having a mental health episode, right? And that person, yeah, maybe they're like starting to get violent, right? Or they're like at least getting everybody shook, right? And you got a big guy there and maybe he's like kind of like um, a little like unhinged in the moment, right? And which I say not with any kind of um, uh, t- um you know, judgment or anything, right? But right. like sometimes people have the episodes and and if I'm a cop, right, the challenge to de-escalate that when I have do not have mental health training, but what I do have is a taser, right? right. <laughs> Again, and, and I th- like, I'm probably like, I'm more likely to go for that taser, right? I, I would never pull a gun because I can see that it's not that situation. Um, so, the, so the question to me comes back to, which tools for which jobs? And sure. I think that I like my. I think the concern sometimes for tasers for everybody getting them is that like, does it become too much of a de, de facto thing? And this is a much broader we'll say, question. Most ways say we'll give them the dad look, and that'll be it. That's right. Guys got a machine. That's right. Look at them like. Well, no, this is. A- <laughs> you want time out? Oh snap! Well. But this goes back to the question of all of the jobs that we're asking cops to do, right? right? And like, is one of the other tools, and this is something that we kind of touched on a little bit, I think, last week, is like, is uh, like, are there other tools? Are there other people who are, should be responding to some of these situations, right? When we're talking a mental health crisis, is it cops that should be out there, right? Or is it mental health professionals, professionals right. that should be out there? Is it like because even and and the thing about it is to to just 
to piggyback on what you just said and to kind of wrap it up to like half time, but just the moment like mm -hmm. because what we don't you don't want an officer to be unsafe certainly, but at the same time we don't want person having an epileptic seizure to then be tased. Or you know, so it is that there is a fine line, absolutely, and should a, uh, a, um, a mental health professional or otherwise professional be there instead of a cop? Yeah. But all goes back to first. Yeah, like I think that the number one tool that any cop can have is having the right... Um, uh, the right training personality like cool like level headedness right like it's the it's those soft skills uh, of being yeah right it, it's having the correct demeanor and approach right absolutely uh, sometimes that the is, situation needs a robocop right uh yeah probably. other times it needs Martin from Bad Boys um yeah that's a reference I sort of get <laughs> okay. Uh, you know who Martin Lawrence is, right? Sure. Who is it? Uh, a dude who was popular in the '90s, right? He's not still on. Does he still do things? Oh. <laughs> the time is eight forty-eight a.m. And that's funny. Good morning, Addie Rubio's here, y'all. Good morning, Addie Rubio. Oh my Rubio. goodness! No, give me like, what's the most famous thing that Martin Lawrence has been in? Wait, did he have a show called Martin? Was that that Martin? <laughs> we gonna call it a day, y'all. Out of here. Oh no, he's getting up. He's leaving. Oh no. Actually, I just want to see what it would look like when I stand fully up. <laughs> oh no, goodness! Is it just? Though. Is it just a yeah, cross Martin, shot? That's Martin, not good. Martin is the greatest. <laughs> Martin and Seinfeld are the greatest TV shows ever, but we're going to have to, we have okay. news to talk about. All right, all right. Um, ben Do says, we have to? Because I am not on my game today. controversial. But sure, we're always on our game. Addie says she likes that she can see both of us. Thank you, you wonderful, dear people. And actually, that reminds me, I have something to tell you guys about. I have. Breaking news. Back to School Fair is happening Friday, August 13th, 6.30, to 6 .30 p.m. to 7 o'clock p.m. This will be at Greenfield Park, which is located at 774 Illinois Avenue. When y'all send me breaking news, can you use a bigger font? Um, uh, Alderman at Large Sherman Jenkins and AAMOU, the African American Men of Unity, are having their 13th annual Back to School Fair. The event will take place in a drive through format. Families entering Greenfield Park and their vehicles will be issued free school supplies, face masks, and snacks. The school supplies will be delivered on a first-come, first-served basis. This event is free to the public. Can we get bigger fun? All right. Uh, and don't forget, guys, Monday, I told you about this yesterday. Monday, the free mental wellness fair is taking place Ooh, at Nequa Valley High School. I like that. p.m. to 7 p.m. That sounds great. Um, that's in partnership with the Assistant Majority Leader Linda Holmes and Senator Laura Elman. Lots of groups are going to be there, including 360 Youth, Mutual Ground, NAMI, DuPage, and Family Focus. 
Um, shout All out. amazing organizations. Absolutely. I think every single one of those has touched the lives of either myself or someone that I have known. And uh, yeah, thank you all so much for being uh, for those people who work in those organizations or volunteer for those organizations. Man, you're fighting the good fight. Uh, Dora tells us all the tools in the world will not keep us safe. Training and cooperation and experience that officers need us to support. That will keep all of us safe. Which means if you are considering a career in law enforcement, we know some places where you can find some jobs. Like in the city of Aurora, where they're hiring for cops. We put it every day. We put the link to the job. So, so maybe consider applying for that. For be the change. You know, you could be, be the, the change. change. You could be, that could be you. Yeah. It's all about culture, people. Seriously. Apply for APD. I sent you the link yesterday. That's right. I especially want you to apply for that Office of Professional Standards job. That's what I need you to do. <laughs> what I need. Uh, did we get all the details on the mental health fair? We did. I kind of interrupted. All of the details. Okay. Oh, yeah, we good. We good. Yeah, we go for that. Details. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, it's funny in our society, the thing that we tend to do is kind of put mental health care, mental wellness, uh, you know, in a little separate box, right? But mental wellness is, it's everything. It is uh you know the job you work it is right. your physical health it is uh, your financial situation it is and these organizations uh, it's how much support you have uh in your community and in your family right and these organizations um work at um mental uh wellness from all of those aspects right they help you with housing they help you with uh you know job placement they help you with all kinds of stuff right so check it out right Time is 8.52 a.m. So many of our awesome people are here this morning. Good to see all you guys. The chat is, Anna, you right, girl. The chat is lit today. Holy cow. Can't even keep up. To understand what our APD officers experience each day. That is from Josie. Um, Good advice. Yes, exactly. Good morning to you, Dora, as well. Now, here is what's important. What's important? Besides giving people the dad look. <laughs> Maybe we should have chunklas instead of tasers. That'd be That's crazy. right. That's right. <laughs> just cop just show up looking like your mom, just like bam, right. bam. What's <laughs> the punishment? Or like, uh, on his right, right, right. Or just like grabbing you by the little, like, the little piece of hair right in front of your ear, right? Campana. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, so let's, uh, before we go, you guys, A53, uh, I think we had, did we have one more item? I feel like we had things. Did we have other things? Um, we did, but they were, they were weird things. I think we're pretty good. Oh, oh, you know, we, uh, the folks, the, the people with the tiny humans, the parents out there. Uh, child child yeah. Right. Y'all got your child money, tech. right? How's that working out for you all? Like what? So the child tax credit started rolling out. So if you if you haven't checked your bank account recently, and you're like, hmm, I didn't get that notification from my bank that my checking account is overdrawn like I usually do about this time of the week. Right. It might be because you wake up and you got money. Like, right. Damn. It might be because <laughs> there's an extra three hundred three hundred in there for for your kid. So right. uh, so that's nice. Um, this is a temporary thing, so don't get too used to it. Uh, but it's uh, basically an advance of your like child tax credit, child care tax credit thing that you get for having kids 
because uh, we still incentivize that in our tax code. Uh, so, yeah. Um, um, uh, Dora says, let's talk about the first Latino deputy mayor. Yeah, we did. Yeah, let's do we that. Did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of funny to be like, oh, it's the first Latino deputy mayor because it's kind of only the second deputy mayor. <laughs> like, Is it? Yeah, because a deputy mayor was not a thing until we got a deputy mayor, like, recently. Like, uh, Chuck Nelson was the, Chuck, first, he was the first deputy mayor. Oh, wow. Yeah, we didn't have a deputy mayor before. We had. He did that job good. Yeah, well, it was basically a job that was like, uh, you know, who, what would be great if we had the nicest person in town uh, in the mayor's office just doing things uh, on behalf of the mayor when the mayor can't be there. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a, that job, that is the kind of job that's like, we need a person who just knows Aurora and knows how to like get people working together very well. So. First Latino in leadership. Congratulations to Guillermo. Um, yeah, I, you know, you're right that that position as deputy mayor is a good position to smooth things over in the city. Yeah, make that's, it nice, that's make the, it chill, make it calm. that's the, that's the goal of that, that job right there. I think right. also you get to go to all the ribbon cuttings, which is fun. Chuck was, so. still is the best. I agree. I agree. Norma, Chuck Nelson. Funny story about Chuck Nelson. I'll, I'll share a brief part with you guys. Um, Chuck Nelson many years ago, I think this was like 20s. Anyway, Chuck Nelson helped me in a quality of life situation here in a room. I was having a little bit of problem. You know, a brother like me, you know what was new for me in life was like making a complaint. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like actually being like, hey, this thing's kind of messed up. Can uh... Yeah, like actually using like the system to like, right, right, right. I never, as opposed to just accepting that like stuff sucks. Yeah, as opposed to like doing it myself and causing confrontation. Or that. Oh, um, okay. All right. Very good. I, okay. So I, you know, I couldn't sleep. Uh huh. Went with Chuck. Uh huh. Yeah, I felt better. About the, what about the levers? Yeah. And procedures that a citizen should use when one has a complaint. And yeah. do you know, I never had that problem. Ever again, it disappeared. It's like it never even happened. There you go. As a matter of fact, one could even call it an expungement. It is Friday, the 16th of July. Oh my god, already. Damn, where does the time go? I know. Where it's we're like it feels like summer. You know, the thing about July is that it feels like summer doesn't really begin until like the fourth like the fourth of July is like, oh my god, it's summer. And then by this point of the year, you're kind of like, oh my god, summer's almost over. Right. Yeah. Like damn kids going back to school. Like, no. Um what you got going on this weekend? What's the deal? Oh my good goodness. Uh what do I got? Oh I got I'm getting my get my hair did. So Cool. Might do something different with it. That, that'd up. be exciting. Excited for that. Uh, that's that's about it. Got some church. Got some got some things. You know. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing big. All right. Uh, so, real quick, here's what is going on that is big. I yeah. will tell you guys about because <laughs> it means a lot to me, and it means a lot to a lot of other people. Yeah. Hopefully, somebody else has got something more exciting than my weekend yeah. plans. <laughs> Uh, our dear friends of McCarty Mills Ooh. Tap Room. Okay, all right, maybe I do have plans. Keep talking. Shouts out. They got things going on tonight. 
A la Casa Mango, Michelada Release, and Casa Humilde Takeover and Fish Tacos. That's at 5 p.m. Tomorrow the 17th, Hat Trick Barbecue starting at 4 p.m. Okay. Olivia Ports at Tavern on Broadway tonight. Oh, That's hey there. It is the... Yeah, they do the. They do. I think it's a great bar. I I agree. I love the, the veggie bar. burger. You get the veggie burger with some gouda on Seriously. that bad boy. Yeah. I swear. Mm. If they ever want to kidnap me, they'll find me right there. Mm hmm. Um, <laughs> that is where I go when well. I'm like, I wonder where Curtis is right now. <laughs> He's not responding to his text. Let me go poke in. <laughs> uh, and then Sunday, Corinne's Kitchen. At noon. Don't, Don't forget about, about that. that. Corinne's Kitchen has the good food for you guys. Great barbecue. Um, Memo grew up at a time when Aurora was not a safe time. He chose to get in the police force when it was not normal for a Latino to be a cop. That is word up. Thank you very much, Josue. Um, that's it. That's all. That's, that's all, all we got. News today. We have a uh, there's an interview we got coming up right now. Yesterday's interview will be debuting today as well. So you guys stay tuned for that. Support the show everywhere: Patreon, Twitter, YouTube. And don't forget, if you have, um, what's if you have Spotify, subscribe to the show. If you all the things, all the things. If you and have Apple, the Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, you Google can, Play, all, all the them. things. We we did the thing where we just like made it the the show on all the places. Right. So. Um. And last but not least, stay tuned. We got stuff. We got more I things. You are gonna be like. You won't even believe your eyes the next thing that happens. You guys will be, you'll be dazed and amazed. You'll be like, holy cow, remember when, right? Well, did you know that blah, blah, blah? The time is now 9 o'clock. And that's it. That's it. Then that's like a whole hour. That was a we did perfect that. hour. Okay. That was a real. We should sign off hour. in the next 30 seconds. I like that. Adiós, Laura.